Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Tom, it's the final Friday the 13th. It's, 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 the, it's the final hack... Hector. Nope. Yeah. Nope. No. <laughs> that didn't work at all. Uh, welcome to the Mass final Calls, chapter. There, it was right there. It was right there. Oh, God damn fuck. it, Tom. We're done here. Yeah. Yeah. I blew it. I blew it. Yeah. We might as well cancel the show. Yeah. No. No, we have more show. That's true. This is this is Mass Coles. I I'm David Bell. You're Tom Ryman. I am. Our our you this are. is brought to you. Brought to you by Krishanovich. It is. Our producer. Thank you. Krishanovich presents Mask Holes, a Friday the 13th podcast where we have been watching Friday the 13th, something we were born to do. Yeah. Uh, like crisscross. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, it's just, I don't know, chatting about it. We, we, we're going to go through, we're going to go through this, uh, this Friday the 13th. We're going to talk about the plot. We're going to follow what Jason's up to. Yep. Uh, we're going to rate the second biggest monsters, meaning side characters who are out of their minds. If you know this movie, you probably already know who are the biggest contenders for that. <laughs> and then we're going to rate the kills until we have, you know, uh, uh, the best kills of every movie. And ultimately, we're going to choose a final best kill when and this then, podcast is over. And then that will be president. That will be president. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank God. That's how it works. Because let me tell you, we got nothing good right now it's, bl- it's looking pretty bleak yeah yeah uh man this is so this is friday the 13th the final chapter it which is. is to say we have a lot more movies to go i think we have six um, more <laughs> yeah so, yeah they may have called this a bit early yeah i looked into this and it's funny because i yell at movies for doing this and when it's older movies it's just quaint um this was so the 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 um Everybody involved on the artistic side was like, yeah, we have nowhere else to go here. Little do they know they have they have space. They can go to space, but they didn't right. know that at the time. Yeah, they didn't. I, I still feel like they, they don't quite know what they, they have yet still. They don't know. Yeah. Like, like, like I said in the notes, this move, this series, and I, I see a rebuttal, Tom, but this, this series loses its mind in after six. Telekinesis yeah. starts happening. Zombies. <laughs> it sure does. And right. Right now, they, they're just like, but Jason is but a mortal. What else can we do with him? And it's like, oh, you don't know. You don't know squat about this series yet. So they were all like, all right, it's time to pack it up. I guess they were getting diminishing returns with the third one. This is technically the fourth one, by the way, the final chapter. Um, it's part four. No, I think uh, the third one was the biggest one yet, I had thought. Apparently, well, apparently it wasn't doing great. Oh, okay. the, because Paramount was also like, yes, let's close it out. Um, I, I, I mean, maybe it was doing fine, but I, for whatever reason, both the studio and the filmmakers were like, this is it's time. It's time. And so they pitched this as the last one because they were like, we mean it this time. And sure enough, it did so well that the studio was like, let's do some more, which is such a studio thing to do. Yeah, right. Of course. It's, yeah, it's. It's the reason we're in the predicaments we are in today, which is like they don't understand that when they do, they play the encore song and the audience goes nuts. That me- doesn't mean you play another hour, uh, but they yeah. they can't it help themselves. It means you did it. It means you did it. Yeah, it means everybody's clapping because you ended. Yeah, but enjoy your champagne. <laughs> yeah, all that's to say that they were right. They were um, correct. They were right. This was the absolute right thing to do. This was not, I'm, in I'm, fact, I'm, the final I'm, chapter. Because, I mean, Jason was never, Friday the 13th was never going to be, like, known for its artistic merit. Yeah. 
Yeah, why not make a million of them? So, yeah, why not just keep throwing Jason into space or wherever the hell you can think of? It's basically an earnest movie. Right, and the reason this lasted is because they knew to, like, they knew to go nuts. Like, we talked about this when we covered the new Scream movies. Mm -hmm. They're up to six, six Screams, and I'm like, where are the zombies? Where's the telekinesis? Like, you have to, like, they have to go to space. Like, you can't just, like... At Imagine least if the this future. series, at least the right. future, if this series just kept doing the same cabin slasher Jason thing, we would have gotten sick of it long ago. We wouldn't, we wouldn't have this podcast. What makes this work is the fact that they're like, all right, we need to do something drastically new. Let's make them a zombie. They, and are, they were right to. They are all still mostly in the woods. They are, they are, but they, yes, they're, I mean, they're, the movies, you know, we've talked about this, like when you watch Takes Manhattan, you're like, man, I expected that to be more fun than it was. Like, the he movies aren't amazing. He doesn't arrive in Manhattan. No. So, like, there's it's, 18 it's, minutes of movie yeah. left. Jason takes a boat to Manhattan yeah. is what the actual title. But the point is, is that these movies have become memorable, I think, because they at least take these huge swings um where they they like they at least stand out you know from one another for the most part oh yeah um at least the later ones i should say yeah uh yeah so this is the final chapter this is the introduction of tommy jarvis oh boy Mm -hmm. ah boy we get a three-minute recap, which is shorter than the last time. Last time, it was six minutes. We should say um, the, the significance of Tommy Jarvis. He's the first. He will become the first recurring character apart from Jason himself right. in, in the series. He will come is back also, for two more movies. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is this the Jason movie with the most star power? In <laughs> like, terms of who is famous now? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, Kevin Bacon was the first, yes. but... This has Corey Feldman and Crispin Glover. Uh, uh, there's probably man, I don't know. I, that's I don't I don't want to definitively say yes because there might be a big thing that I'm overlooking. There's a lot of Jason sure. movies and a lot of people in them. For sure, for sure. I mean, Cronenberg's in one of them. He sure is, Dave. <laughs> Boy, by is his he. request, he wanted to be in it. He 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 fought for that role. <laughs> um, but we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. We are. Um, yeah, the, Tommy Jarvis will become the the fucking hero in the Canadian tuxedo from the sixth one, uh, and yeah, he is in the the one after this too. He's mm-hmm. played by different people. In this case, he's Corey Feldman yeah. as a <laughs> really, young kid. They really James Bond this character for no reason. Yeah, they really do. So it begins with, I, I it it begins with them having to figure out like why is. Why is Jason still alive? They don't really explain it. They just follow him going to the coroner who is who then awakens him with sex, who is we'll talk about him later. Yeah. Beyond he horny. <laughs> a real he's he's got he's he's like a local <laughs> legend. Yeah. He must be. There's, There's folklore no he, about this guy. If there isn't a police file about him, there will be. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, he's just maximum so, maximum perv doctor yeah jason comes alive at the morgue uh no again he's still mortal so we have to believe like he's just he's fine um what it happened he got stabbed in the face in the last one we'll get into it later, he got but, uh, uh, like a axe in the head after being right hung. right but he's fine yeah. um he gets he up, out basically yep. <laughs> we cut to teens go into the lake another part of the lake it's Big Lake, Big Lake, um, and they got Crispin Glover there. Uh, they make fun of a hitchhiker who gets murdered. Um, I love how little these teens have to do with the movie at all. No, they. I, I, before, I, before we meet the teens, we actually meet um, Trish and Tommy and and their mom. At the actual the, main character at the first yeah. cabin. Yeah. Then we meet these teens. So it's like a hard cut to this other storyline that were dropped in the middle of that doesn't matter at all because every single one of these kids dies. The teens are like the spark. They're the thing that cr- that fuels Jason. It reminds me of alien resurrection where it's like, Oh, that separate ship with Winona Ryder and all of them. They're the actual heroes. But like, there's all of these military people who are just there to be fodder um, to like antagonize the aliens. That's what it is. Like all these teens, they're so interchangeable that I, 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 this is the first time. I mean, 
it's been hard before, but this is one of the first times it was really hard. A to real tell challenge. Apart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> These fucking honkies. Yeah, Paul and Doug really blend into the background. Oh my god, they do. They're just <laughs> they're there. chameleons. They're just cra- they're crash chest dummies. They're just there to get hurt. Yeah. They dis- they disappear into the scenery like Carlos the Jackal. Right. And so this is all to say that there isn't much of a plot except for these teams have very basic team relationships. They're like, I'm so horny. I want to have sex with you. I want to have sex with you. Uh, and yeah, they, they, then we have Tommy and his, his hot mom and his hot sister um, who live by the lake. And the teens basically like they, they rent a cabin next door to them, I guess. Yeah. Right. Yes. Um, and, uh, you know, hilarity ensues. Tommy, um, let's see, what are the important plot points? Tommy, Tommy, uh, watches the teens bone next door he's oh he's got a stan winston studio he makes masks is that then important meet, though is that an important no, detail it's not. I, I ask I guess it's, because it never comes into play it never does you're right even at the end when you think it's gonna because he's like oh he's gonna turn in he's gonna distract jason with a mask nope no he just cuts he his, hair. his head <laughs> he just cuts his hair it's his so masks weird. have nothing to do with the movie yeah, there's always every they keep ending these with characters making gigantic leaps in logic that turn out to be right because like the sweater thing is the same where the girl is like I bet if I put on his mom's sweater and act like his mom he'll be distracted and she's right. And this one Tommy Jarvis shaves his head at the end and he's like I bet if I look somewhat like young Jason that will like J- there's no reason jason wouldn't look at him and just go the kid shaved his head huh right and then like, keep killing his sister i could sort of understand the sweater although it would have been really funny if it just hadn't worked at all oh yeah like she's like jason you can say it's like the fuck are you doing yeah but this doesn't this makes a lot less this is an even bigger leap like why really would is. you think i'm gonna make myself look like this guy 20 years younger like, why would your big right. move be to, I'm going to disguise myself to look like this guy as a kid? It's like he saw the Is last he, film. Do you think he'll think you're him? Right. And I, I don't know why it works. I don't know what the plan was, but it fucking works. Um, we also meet Rob, who you think is important, but let me tell you, he's not. This his, movie. His sister was killed in part two, and he vows for revenge. This movie does right? the psycho thing like five times. It I, does. I guess. Who is his sister supposed to be? <laughs> I forget. I had to read it on Wikipedia because he doesn't explain it that much. He's there to hunt Jason in the woods. And he he's like vowing revenge like Dennis Hopper in Texas Chainsaw 2. But unlike Dennis Hopper, he's even more useless. He just, spoilers, just gets murdered. And we'll talk about that as yeah, well. He doesn't do anything. Um, At least Dennis Hopper cuts the place down right it's it's this plot is mostly and i i'm saying this like the other ones aren't but like this plot is mostly just let's set up all these characters have jason kill them one by one Mm -hmm. none of them matter or do anything (laughs) and then at the very end tommy jarvis just (laughs) shaves his head and distracts him some of these characters are barely sentient yes they might as well be animals. Yes. <laughs> might as well be birds. Yeah. Just goldfish. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That said, this does have a this is a big film because this is the start of Tommy Jarvis. So what happens at the end is Tommy he distracts Jason somehow. He kills Jason. Jason literally dies, not just pretend dies, and Tommy Jarvis ends up like all fucked up in the head hacking his body up too yeah he hacks him up um and so like it's setting up the next part which is it, they were gonna make tommy jarvis the next killer and then ne- like they leave the door open in this you mm-hmm. know like they know they think it's the final but they're like we we know better so they end on tommy being like traumatized and implied they love doing this they did this in halloween too as well not halloween the sequel but how it was like halloween five the curse of michael myers right yeah where they love one of those middle ones yeah where they like started over again with a new kid and then they drop that thread and they're like no one wants that (laughs) yeah nobody's into this get rid of it get rid of it it's funny just that multiple slashers have tried that they're like what if the main slasher was someone else and we're like no they're like okay 
Never mind. Let's not do that. Yeah, you're right. With Jason's back, he's a zombie. Um, but yeah, this begins. <laughs> Halloween gets real weird with it, though. There's like mysticism and Samhain yeah. and shit. Right, it gets real supernatural. Halloween tried to do. I would say I I have fondness for some of the sequels, but Halloween tr- I think tried and failed to do what this succeeded with, which is like. In that, Michael Myers just, like, slowly becomes kind of immortal. And, like, they never really explain it. In this, there's, like, he's a zombie. He gets Frankenstein. Literally, lightning turns him well, into I a think, zombie. I think that's... And that's it. I think it's actually the opposite of what you said. I think Halloween tries too hard to explain it. Whereas Friday right. 13th Sorry, yeah. does not. It's just, he's Jason. He's a zombie. Let's go. He's yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. It's and then they don't have fun with it. Halloween does. Yeah, not no, nearly is, as much. Yeah, <laughs> they just have it's, it's never Myers it's, hitting kids with a car. It does have that. It does have yeah. him driving around a field chasing kids. Right. Again, he's like forty-five. So as I hit forty, I'm like, I get it. I get it, Michael Myers. I'm not getting out of my car if I don't have to either. No, not even for murdering. No. Um. Yeah. Is that the plot? <laughs> yeah, I think so. There's old timey porn. Do we cover it? The old timey porn. I have a dark. I have a dark horse candidate for uh, the the um, other monsters. Okay. Well, first we have to talk about what Jason is up to. Uh, (laughs) That's our first segment. And the first thing I have to know is that Jason's. We see his mother's grave. Yeah. And I have the question: Who? (laughs) It looks like a. A carnival grave? Uh, it, it looks like one of the... Mm, let me try to frame f- phrase this correctly. It looks like one of the fake graves in front of like the Haunted Mansion. Yes. Like. I think they want us to think it's a real grave, though. <laughs> but like... Fucking Civil War-ass grave. Who bought the... I, I'm not... It's So this doesn't mean Jason did it. I'm just curious of what happened there. Um, does Jason have cousins? Does he have siblings? Who... It's not like... Um, it's not like the grave you'd see. It's not like, you know, fucking Lee Harvey Oswald's grave where it's just like very small plaque. Yeah. It's not that. It's someone bought this grave. Like someone paid for a fairly nice, not amazing, but nice enough grave. So I'm just super curious to know who did that. Maybe she has friends. I don't know. I, think I don't know. A, I think there's a deleted scene in six about that. but Where he purchases, where Jason walks in and like, purchases of a grave that's what i want yeah no there's like a reveal that like the grave digger might be jason's father oh right oh that's ridiculous yeah yeah it's pretty it was cut from the film for a reason i yeah i mean now that you mention it i am kind of like who is his father i kind of want to talk to him i want to know what his yeah (laughs) i've got some questions for this guy yeah is he still around what does he think i mean he can't be not, not by the certainly not by the the franchise's uh, um, chronology, because it's like right. way in the future. Right, that's true. Oh yeah, he's not he's not alive by Jason Takes Manhattan. I'm sure. Like um, this, this movie, I think already is in the 90s, almost, or maybe no, no, no. The big jump is the big jump is part six. That's right. Right, we're we're in the opposite situation. This is all in the same like. That's week. right. This is in the same like three days. Yeah. Yeah, so Jason's timeline now is that he went on t- like several two rampages, right? Um, the, you, there's um, we're, it's we're not sure about the amount of time. I think between two and three. That's it seems to I be mean, like a couple of days. Yeah, so like I I'd say this is about four days later because Jason he got his ass kicked in three. If you recall, mm-hmm. he gets he gets. He gets his killed like several times. He gets beat up constantly at the end. And then he gets hung and then he gets stabbed in the face and then he's dead. He's dead. He's down for so long that he is put in a body bag at the start of this movie. (laughs) He is pronounced dead. (laughs) So what do you think this is? (laughs) Because he gets put in a body bag. He gets brought to the corner. And he is just in that body bag. I can't tell if he's knocked out, if he's just playing dead, um, or if there is, in fact, some magic involved here. Because the power of sex brings him back to life. The morgue guy and the nurse 
get horny in the in the yeah next no to his it's body yeah they're the they're they're fuck thunder evanescence to him it, it wakes him up inside right yeah. it does it does wake yeah it kickstarts his heart up. yeah <laughs> yeah so that that means that there was already some magic happening <laughs> right jason in one of those lockers save me <laughs> That must be magic. Like we don't we yeah. don't know yet, I but there's magic. Part, I think it's part magic and part just like Jason's sheer anger at sex. He hates right. it. He hates it so much. The way I think of it is like he's gonna go to hell eventually. And mm-hmm. he's gonna no, be he like, will, yeah. Book of the Dead. And become and like a slug. He with, turns into a slug, I think. Anyway. Right. He's gonna deal with Freddy. I think what's happening is Jason is immortal. He and not a mortal, a mortal. He is a mortal man right now. But there is magic that's honed in on him. Yeah. You know what there I mean? must have been some magic in that old so, hockey mask he found. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Some demon got his sights on him. And he's like, I like this guy. I like this I guy. Like this I, guy. Like this I, like, I like what he's about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And he, they use the we're, power we're of sex We're going to get a lot of mileage out of this guy. Yeah. So he wakes up just sex angry. Mm-hmm. Kills these people. Just I also furious, have a theory. Dave. Yeah, I have a theory here is that I'm pretty sure he must have stole some painkillers because, again, he is mortal. He, and yeah, he does cut the nurse open in the like little pill depository, little pill closet. So yeah, he did ex- not leave with a few vials in his pocket. That's It would explain why Corey Feldman tricks him at the end because he's like, whoa. You look like me, man. Like, I think he's just stoned. It would honestly explain a lot, like, why she's Trish has to wail on him in the skull for five or six hits with the hammer, and then finally she just hits him in the neck with a claw, and then he reacts. Right. And also, he barely barely makes noises in this one. Like, in the last one, he does go, oh, when he gets hit. Yeah, he sure does. He doesn't make a peep. So I just think he's stoned out of his fucking gourd. Um, he leaves the hospital. It would explain a lot then, of his behavior. Yeah. He immediately books it to Crystal Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes a few days, right? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm picturing him galloping through the woods on all fours. Yeah, I could see that. Or at least a brisk jog. Yeah, just like a, you know, uh, like a heavy guy, a heavy guy trot. You guys can picture right. exactly what I'm talking about. Oh, Yeah. And I'm imagining he gets there just in time to see the first teen go t- swimming. The first murder is Sam going, she's going skinny dipping. Well, no, the first murder is the hitchhiker. Oh, the hitchhiker, right, on the and, way. And the, and the people at the hospital, but we covered them. Yeah, so on the way, he sees the hitch. So he's, yeah, he's like picking off people as he goes. Yeah. It's very funny. So I think, like what ends, just, I think what happens is he runs up. He's jogging, so he kills the hitchhiker almost immediately after they pass her. So odds are he saw the teens in their car. Yeah, and he's like, ooh, 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 ooh. I'll see you later. Um, Because he's just looking for stuff to kill right right, now. Yeah, he's just, he's getting the wiggles out. He's been in a body bag for several hours. He is, because that hitchhiker did nothing. No, (laughs) no. She worked hard on that sign she painted. Yeah. It has one sign that says peace and love, but it also has a, a, a hand, a useful uh, reverse side that says, fuck you. Yeah. Um, for, it's, it's, it's useful. But so he still, he kills her. And then the next time we see him is he kills Sam in the lake. Right. So, and it takes him all day. Cause that's nighttime. Right. So, so I think he like got this. I mean, it lends further uh, credence to your idea that he stole a bunch of pills or, or vials. Um, Either way, he's high off his ass because it seems like he killed the hitchhiker and then went into the lake and swam the rest of the way. <laughs> yeah, because he comes out and kills Sam like he's the shark in Jaws. Yes. He is, I guess he's swimming. Maybe he's swimming and he sees her jump he in. He swam there, I'm telling you. Yeah, I think, so here's my theory. I think he he had the painkillers, but he was just like, I'm still very sore. I need a soak. Yeah. He's, I need yeah, a soak. Just not getting a good soak in there. Yeah, and I think he saw her and he was like, all right. <laughs> and he ducked under the water and he could hold his breath for a very long time, it seems. Um, and he just uh, and he just jumps out and impales Sam. And then he's like, I'm going to keep soaking because he waits for the other guy, right, to come find out. He does. Um, he waits for Paul 
to swim out there and find the body. And then he waits for Paul to, to, to find the body and freak out and get all the way back to the dock. I see, I think what happened is, is Jason shoots him directly in the dick with the spear gun. And I think what happened was, is he found the spear gun after he killed Sam and he was like, ah, yeah. shit. I also think he I didn't want to use this wait. on someone. So I'll just right. wait. Yeah. And he might not be waiting for Paul. He might see Paul. And that's why it takes him a minute because he's like, oh, shit, 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 shit. And like, because he doesn't want, like, we've talked about this. He does stealth missions. So he does yeah. stealth missions the same way I know I do in Assassin's Creed, which is you look, you're like, okay. I look for stragglers, guards outside of the zone, and you slowly make yourself, you go inward, you know? Yeah. And that's what he's doing. He waits for them to go away, like farther from the house, kills them, and then slowly moves in. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think this was like, he wasn't quite ready. Also, he, he, was wanted, like, All he right, found the spear it. gun and wanted to use it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It um, feels like a single so he, use item. He didn't want to waste that one. All right. So he has his soak and he goes roaming and he finds Rob's tent, I assume, around here, right? Yeah, it's a, it must be after. It's, it's, it's got to be it's around after, here. I don't know. I can't remember if it's after Paul. It's definitely after Sam. Anyway, it seems once he's done with his soak, he scampers up out of the lake, finds Rob's tent, and just smashes his gun because Jason hates guns. Right. He's like Batman. He's he, a coward's weapon. All right. It's wild that he doesn't, I mean, he should skinny dip, right? Because now his clothes are wet, and that's got to be awful for him. Yeah, it's got to be awful for everyone, Adam. honestly, because he can't smell yeah. good. Yeah, I guess his clothes needs a wash. He, Yeah, he can't possibly smell good. Well, yeah, because now he smells like Jason and the lake. Yeah, <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> smells, smells like fish shit. Uh-huh. Um, he goes to the house finally. He stabs Terry with a spear. Um, and he just keeps impaling him. Um, and now a he's, long he's time sort of goes like by before anything else happens after he gets Terry. Right. He's just circling again. He's circling and he's looking for shit to do. Um, and it takes him so fucking long because our next victim is Crispin Glover, I believe. Yeah, it's Jimmy. It is. He stabs him in the hand with a corkscrew and kills him. And this is fascinating. And I, I, it's so the way the scene plays out is Jimmy just had sex. He goes downstairs to get wine. He gets stabbed with a corkscrew and killed. Then the, the, he's, the, he's he's crowing about the sex he just had the whole time, by the way. Then the young woman he had sex with, who is still, I believe a floor or two above him. She's on the second floor. She's, she's on the second floor. She goes and looks through the window and Jason just bursts through the window and they show a shot of him outside, and you see that he is in fact climbed the lattice, and he is bursting through the window and grabs her and throws her on the car. He sure Lord does. Lord knows why it's no awesome. one heard this. It's so good. Yeah. But what that means is that Jason stabbed Jimmy and killed him, and then immediately went out the door and squirreled up the side of the house. Here's my theory. I think okay. Jason was already climbing the lattice. And then he heard Jimmy in the kitchen and jumped down and, and quickly just, and just slid him. back down. He's like, All right, let me take care of this real quick. Yeah, maybe he's very fast either way. Again, it reminds me of it playing Assassin's Creed where they, the two people, they, the guards, they split up and you're like, Ooh, I'm going to kill them. And then you want to separate where you kill them. So you're like, I'll kill this one down here. I'll kill one up here. But yeah, that either way, it's definitely a coincidence that, uh, Tina is right there. Uh, in the window right like i feel like jason's just as surprised as her like he's climbing the lattice like you said i, right. I think he was down, getting killing i think he was getting bored right so he's yeah. he stabbed tina with the spear a while ago and it's been circling the two houses like somebody come outside so now right. he's climbing he's like, up the lattice to be like, fine i'm gonna break into the top floor we'll we'll do this shit black christmas style and then right. here's jimmy singing in the kitchen about the sex he just had Right, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's that guy's." Here we go. Die. Here we go. Yeah, gotta get this. And guy. then I think once he gets up to the window, she's there, and he's just like, "Ah!" <laughs> like I, I, and he just leaps through and throws her off because I just I doubt he planned any of that. No, but from this point on, he is at a frenzied pace. Yes, because now he's gone loud. He's yeah. Like, All right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, he's like, I got to cover. Covers blown. All right. Quick. Stealth portion of the mission is over. 
Exactly. He still waits for the couple uh, who are fucking in the shower because he sees them fucking. They're, apparently, they don't hear this commotion because they're fucking in the shower, and I guess it's fine. Mm-hmm. And he passes them because he's like, I, I don't want to kill them both. That gets messy. Like, I think he's looking. He's again, he's like, I, all right, I'm going to try a little more stealth. And that's when he goes downstairs and hides behind the projector screen and I guess waits for Ted to get close. Um, or he's going downstairs as Ted is getting close. I think it's probably that. It's, that seems more in the spirit of how things uh, appear to be happening in this movie, where Jason yeah. just was going downstairs to see if anybody else was up, right as Ted was going up to the projector to be like, hey, you want to give Teddy Bear a kiss? Yeah, yeah. And then he's stab like, Well, the that's head. a gimme. <laughs> yeah, it really does feel like you're playing a stealth mission and you're getting impatient. And you're like, all right. Let's yeah, just he's trying him. to force something to happen. Yeah. So he's, then he goes back upstairs. He's got to be exhausted. He's, he's, I mean, the painkillers are mean, really helping. Yes, that's definitely uh, getting an assist for the yeah. night. But one thing we and know about he, Jason is, is he has fantastic cardio. Yeah, he does. He slams the guy uh, in the um, shower tile. He slams his head against oh, it. Oh, it's so good, Dave. It's real good. Sarah finds the body and he's just like, all right, fuck it. <laughs> now I'm loud. It's loud. It's loud. And he just axes her he through just a door. He an axe through the door. Here's so, my theory here. It's the same. It's okay. a similar theory. Because uh, she's in the bedroom drying her hair when he smushes this dude's head in the bathroom and kills Ted downstairs. So I think he was like leaving or he was going outside to get the axe. And he yeah, was coming okay. back up the walk to walk through back inside the door and heard her make all that commotion because she found the body. And he was just like, well, let me just kind of throw yeah. this through here. I've been going to those axe throwing places after work lately. Yeah, here's feeling pretty here's, confident. Yeah, I was, here's my thoughts on this, too, is that this is his third rampage in a few days. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he started just like, OK, I'm a little checked out, but I think he's earned it like he's a pro. So I think what happened, like he doesn't have to think about it as hard. So I think whether or not he knows it, he smashed that guy's head and he goes like, he, he calculates it. He's like, I saw an ax outside. Right. He's that. like starting to become I, Jason Bourne of murdering teens. Exactly. And he's like, okay, she's going to see his body. Where's she going to go? She's going to run down the stairs through the front door. So if I go downstairs and I get the ax, I know that I'll meet back up with her. And he's sort of jazzing like he knows like, okay, I'm he's like maybe even subconsciously. He's like, I know that this way I'm absolutely going to run back into her. So no matter what happens, I'll get her. And then he got the axe. Like you said, he probably turned around, heard the screaming, heard the slamming down the doors and like instinctively was just like throw the axe. And then, yeah, like I, I, I think he's just a pro. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's also maybe he can maybe he can feel he's running out of gas and he's like, make him remember your name, Jason. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, he's yeah, he's got it. He's like, this is my fucking right. He's got a feel. Third, this fourth is day like, of rampage. Yeah. My head has an axe wound in it. Yeah, yeah. It is. That is not going to get better. It's not going to get <laughs> less infected. Like no matter what happens tonight, even if I get away, I'm dying in the woods somewhere. Right. He's got to feel that sun looking mighty heavy on the horizon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Old it's, not go- it's not going to great go great for him. Yeah. Um, he really is this- Michael Douglas and falling down at this point. Yeah, he is. He's just this. Is, yeah, he senses the end is here. Yeah, but he's like, all right, one more, one more for the road. <laughs> he is self-destructing. So- this is where he sets up his own little haunted house. He sure does. Yeah. He props all the bodies at the exits, knowing, except for the entrance, because he knows that, okay. They got to come I've, in. I've, yeah, I've noticed that child and that, that lady, I killed her mom earlier. Um, and so it's like he knows. I guess like, he just okay. swallowed her whole, because we never Apparently. see mom. Yeah, he just gobbled her. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> So at this point, he, um, yeah, he, uh, he, he props all the bodies at various exits, knowing that, yeah, it's like his own little haunted house. He's like, this is going to be great. He, I, I assume he shuts off the power around this time 
because he knows like they're going to come in and I guess they're going to want to turn on the power because it's happened before, right? He's done this a few times where he's like, shut off the power. Someone inevitably goes to the generator. Yeah. He's figured that out. Yeah. He shuts off the power and they send the the boy to fix it. Well, Tom has to fix it. I think at this point, Jason understands how most homes that aren't shacks work. It's not actually clear whether Jason shuts off the power. That's true. Because it is, it, they never make it clear whether Jason does it or whether it just coincidentally goes out in the storm. Right. Either way, he, he knows to go downstairs. Yeah. And again, he's he does, a pro at this. He does rip the phone line out later. So we know right. he knows how it works. I feel like until he takes Manhattan, mm-hmm. he's in his element, meaning that he understands the world around him, right? Even And six to. things get, six, he starts dealing with some advanced stuff in six, I guess, but he's still generally like, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I can wrap my mind around this. Yeah. I think two, he was still figuring it out. Um, so then he, then he goes in the basement and he waits because <laughs> he knows, all right, someone's going to come down here, yeah. right? <laughs> Which is weird because if they find the, I guess he props the body so they won't find them. Um, so they're going to check the whole house in his mind. I mean, that's part uh, of sure it. Enough, he, he props them so that they won't find them when he, he wants them to. <laughs> right. <laughs> now things start getting weird here. Um, maybe it isn't Rob is the body that he throws cause he kills Rob. No, it is. That's a hundred percent Rob. Okay. So now I have some questions then okay. cause he kills Rob in the basement. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, the last, uh person standing she she runs trish trish she runs out the door Mm -hmm. and then we see jason just tear down the door corpse uh like it's a fucking like it's a like yeah like a string beaded poor poor crispin getting punished even more yeah he just tears him down like it's nothing right which is very funny because it reminded me of buddhist sand art where he like he put it up there and he's like it's it's done its job she saw it I don't need it up anymore. Mm-hmm. It's done. But it's, it's like the football he, team running through the homecoming banner. Right. Um, but correct me if I'm wrong. He doesn't have Rob there, does he? Not in that moment that we can see, but maybe he's dragging Rob by the ankle. I guess he must be. Because <laughs> that's the only And maybe that's how he Rob. throws him. Because yeah, that's kind he, of how he flies through the window is completely horizontally. <laughs> Yes, it's like a Frisbee style. Trish goes into the other house, right? And I assume he watched her go into that house or something and just like, yeah, dragged Rob out because he anticipated he knew he was going to use Rob. He didn't quite know how, I think. He's jazzing. He's jazzing. He's thrown bodies through windows before. So maybe these are all his bag of tricks, man. This is what he does. Yeah. So he's settling in comfortably here. He's thinking ahead. He knows he's going to need this body for something. Yeah. So he grabs him and then he hurls him like a Frisbee through the window. He indeed goes through horizontally. <laughs> it's extremely funny. It is very funny. It and is, here's where things. It, it is. It is perfectly never before has flung been such a perfect word. Like this man right. is flung through the window. <laughs> It's, it's an incredible. Yeah. It's an incredible window it's, dive. It's like a car accident. Yeah, he flew out of a moving car. There's a lot of amazing stunts in this movie. Actually, there are. <laughs> They're giving it their all. It's Just the like final Jason. chapter, Dave. Yeah, Jason must be so tired. And this this is where things. Well, get real he took bad he took him. another bottle for that. Yeah, that's true. Because he sticks his head in like hello. And she just wails on him with a hammer. Yeah, but it doesn't and, uh, work for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he just goes, uh, this is one of my favorite moments. She wails on him with a hammer. He retreats from the window and then just smashes through the front yeah, door. Yeah, he just walks through the front door. <laughs> so he's just like, all right, window's out. I guess I'll go around then. Like, all right. She cuts. Are you happier with this? Yeah, she stabs his hand practically in half, and he just stares at it. Oh yeah, because he is so he is so goddamn out. high. Yeah, yeah, his teeth are grinding. Oh yeah, he he goes up to the bedroom and gets slammed in the head with a television. Uh, this throws him off considerably. 
<laughs> he he's, has. He's a little on tilt after this. Also, they show Tommy crying, and it's. I have to believe it's. He's crying over his television. Okay, yeah, that thing is expensive. Yeah, for the she time. smashes. It's like, it's TV, like eighty-four. Man. Yeah, he needs that TV. He has a cool. He has a cool room. Um, he has so many concussions. He must know at this point. Like, okay, I have five minutes. <laughs> tops to survive no matter what happens um right if 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 this were like a a science fiction movie this is when he would pull the pin on the bandolier of grenades he was wearing and and yeah get out of here i'll blow up the nest yep it's a perfect end to a rampage Um, (laughs) although it's really the only way a rampage can end (laughs) yeah he never takes out trish but no he gets distracted he gets literally everyone else Right. And I guess now that we go through it, Tommy shaving his head, I don't know what's going through Jason's mind, but I can see he's like double concussed and on painkillers. Yeah, I guess may, oh, yeah, might not man. even who be knows, related to who Tommy. Who knows what the fuck he thought he was looking at? Was he like Don yeah. Rickles? Right. Maybe he wasn't even looking at Maybe it was the wallpaper that distracted him. You don't know. There's no way to know. Right. Yeah, it's impossible. And then he is, he is super murdered. Yep. Yep. And he's going to be murdered. And I just, I don't know what the afterlife is like for Jason, but I like to think in a blink of an eye, it's like 20 years later and he's a zombie, but right. we'll he's get to climbing that. up out of a grave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Killing Jason. Tony Goldwyn. Yep. Yeah. That's going to be the end for Jason specifically. Obviously in the next episode, we'll, we'll go through the killer. Um, but it'll be it'll be a different adventure. Somebody else in a Jason disguise. Yeah, it won't be as fun. But then it'll get real fun after that. That's Jason's journey. Any other little? Did we miss anything? No, no. We pretty thoroughly got it, man. Let's. We retraced his steps like a family circus cartoon. Yes, <laughs> I love those cartoons. Yeah, Let's go into second best monsters. Um, I have some shout outs. The helicopter pilot who just says screams, let's get going to the cops and everybody. And also, okay, sorry. Finish the thought. Just does he have somewhere to be? I guess, man, it's it's Friday. He wants to go. It's very funny that he's just like, come on, let's get going. Yeah. It's like, dude, he's also crime scene. He's hovering in one spot and shining his spotlight on a single police car. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, are we sure he works for the cops? No. I don't know. Yep. Uh, and then, of course, there is uh, oh, Coroner Axel Burns. Fucking His Axel, name is Axel, the hospital sex ghoul. Yep. And Robbie Morgan, the nurse, doing their own little vignette. This is... I don't know about This is the craziest so, thing in the movie. Yeah. He immediately lets on that he fucks the corpses. He sure does. Um, or at least he makes a joke about it. Yeah, the, the woman says she was a cute girl, and he goes, still is. He's got a deep V, deep V shirt, which I just feel like isn't allowed in a hospital, but maybe I'm wrong. Certainly not um, with as much chest hair as he has. Yeah, he's just so ready to die. He has, in his, in his little office, he's got his coffee, he's got his exercise video on, and he's got the corpse of a mass murderer. And he is settling in to jerk off. Yep. That is what he's doing. Or perhaps a, be blown a by pitch. a nurse if he can sweet talk her enough. And yes. apparently he can. He can. They're in a pitch black room. It's the most With haunting. corpses in it. Yes. It's, it, it probably smells like corpses. It's yeah. the most haunting environment known to man. Yeah. And, and uh, like I get that when you work at a hospital, you get kind of callous to these things. Sure. That's yeah. one of those. It's a trope. You know, the coroner who's eating. Um, In point of fact, this guy is eating when they introduce him. Yeah. What's not a trope is the coroner who's horny. Um, Less of a trope. But they start making out literally right next to his corpse to the point that his corpse can touch them. His hand falls. And it does. Yeah. (laughs) They're two of the biggest freaks in this movie. They are. They're the most deranged people. Yeah. would be a. They're their own horror movie. There's a a whole other horror movie. This is why Jason is so mad. Yeah, I'd be mad too. They were they were I, all but fucking on top of his dead body, and he's like, right. "Oh, I'm not. I'm coming back to life for 18 more hours to right this the, wrong." Yeah, the rage <laughs> charged him because all he hates is fucking, and he must have t- like 
been like it's not in, all in, he like, hates but it's the thing he seems to hate the most right i'm surprised he didn't talk in this scene he has a lot of room go, for hate in his heart right i'm surprised he wasn't like you guys are fucking <laughs> like because it's the one thing it's the one thing he wouldn't want next to his body he's so mad he just says like seriously yeah really so, there's nowhere else you can do this huh yeah apparently not um and so there yeah i can't there i have nothing else to say about them but like it's like it's a lot we've said a lot exactly it's like what is to what do you say about like 9 11 you know like it's just because it's short doesn't mean it's not impactful so like you know it's big it's a big moment um shout out to whoever rented that house with his old-timey smut whoever whoever owned that old-timey smut i guess that's the my 90 year old man jacking it to yeah that. that's that was sort of my dark horse pick here for oh yeah second best monsters is whoever owns the cabin they rent because the decor is out of its gourd like yep. if you just look at the different pictures and portraits and paintings and stuff that are in the house it's all crazy right. um he has stacks of old-timey porn right with no explanation my my other dark horse is um mrs jarvis because she moved there like they're renting a cabin next to her house that she moved to she moved to the murder lake really far away from civilization with her kids it just feels like she killed her husband well we hear we hear that they just went through like a bad divorce and that right trish just saw so i think she moved out there to like get away from him but like trish well they say that trish just saw it oh okay that's fair that's like what she's returning from, I believe. Uh, yeah, I guess that I guess that makes enough sense. But yeah, whoever whoever made that porn, it's great porn. They don't make porn like this anymore. When it's they really great. Yeah, like with the little animated dance. animated yeah. word balloons, <laughs> like silent yeah. movie porn. It's fancy porn. Yeah, it's classy stuff. Yep. This is about being a monster, but just shout out to the dog who knows when to leave. Right, that the dog, dog jumps, jumps out of window. a window. And yeah, right. It does not out of a window. It's through a window and we never see yeah. him again. Never again. It abandons its family. Yeah. It's like, nope, it di- no, we're, it we're done. Dives head first through a window and we it never breaks. see it again. It's an amazing effect. It breaks a window with its head. It smashes head first. And I assume just goes to join the wolves. Like that's what I assume happened to it. It was just like, okay, the world of man is not for me. I don't understand this anymore. Yeah. I'm going into the woods forever. I, I thought I thought I knew the rules, but apparently some some of these things have masks and are just like that guy. So yeah, I'm returning um, to the mountains. <laughs> I kept tabs on all the characters, but we 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 don't have to talk about them all. Like Trish is generally she's whatever you know she's she's a blank slate pretty much. Yeah, Tommy. So Tommy is like future maniac. Um, it's Corey Feldman, so you know, future maniac, but also um, the te- the character. He's having his sexual awakening during this weekend, and that's that's worth noting because he also kills a man in a hockey mask uh, in the same weekend. And I'm guessing those things are going to be tied forever. You know? Yeah, probably. He inextricably. sees. Yeah, he sees two teenagers fucking next door, and my thought is that. Corey Feldman is a child. My thought is that they didn't give him, they gave him a very da- vague direction. You know that, what I mean? That is, that is correct. Yes. That is the yeah. actual explanation for his totally insane reaction. Right. But he, he, he makes like monkey noises. Right. He like, we're basically seeing him get his first boner and like, he can't express what he's feeling. So he becomes an ape child. Yes, he does. <laughs> his reaction is indecipherable. And I was like, well, I don't think, that's how that uh, how that works like i certainly didn't make those noises when i was a child uh i didn't do so i didn't do somersaults on my bed yeah exactly so it's weird but he's having like a great weekend of discovery and then he has to murder a man and he i mean like like you said a great weekend of discovery yes yeah so yeah he's gonzo Um, (laughs) yeah yeah uh, he he is also lightly a maniac with his fucking Stan Winston studio because he makes masks and stuff that are of the same quality. So like he's got to have like a 
a shed with like molds, mm-hmm. you know, like professional level mask making. Right. He has to be able to like boil and mold his own plastic and shit. Yeah. So that's weird. Rob, Rob fucking just in the woods. I'm going to hunt, doing- hunt down the guy that killed my sister. They're doing this thing that, like, I don't understand why they're doing it anymore. In the early ones, they wanted us to think other people might be the murderer. Uh, but we know who the murderer is. Right. It's Jason. We're all clear on who the murderer is. Right. But Rob lurches out of the room with a gun or out of the woods with a gun and a, a knife. Uh, he's just like, car trouble? <laughs> and like, <laughs> he grabs the 10-year-old boy and says, yeah. hi, I'm Rob Dyer. <laughs> Yeah, and then they drive him, and he's like, tell me, are there any kids around? <laughs> Take me to your house, and they do. Yeah, yeah that's Trish is a, a maniac just for that. Yeah. And so Rob is like... like <laughs> Rob sucks. He sucks so yeah. much, but I love him. I love that he sucks. He's like right, Dan from Street Fighter. <laughs> he is, because at first he's just like this weird maniac, and then you think like, oh, it takes a maniac to catch a maniac. He's going to get revenge and he gives his whole explanation and then he dies like an asshole (laughs) and the most he gets stuck on some stairs and dies begging for his life and the most use he has is as a tool to break a window for jason yep he has the same usefulness as like a log yeah like that's a rock yeah basically his last his his (laughs) his final act on this earth is to scream at the 10-year-old and the teenage girl, help, he's killing me. <laughs> yes. What a coward. What an well, amazing coward. He does, he does say, like, run, but, like, he's he yeah. just... <laughs> Don't get me wrong. I would scream, help, he's killing me in the same situation, but I wouldn't be the guy who, like, talked such a big game. That's what it is. Right. Is he I would have like, been camping out in her backyard for a day with a gun right. and shit, being like, if this fucking guy comes near you, don't worry, I'll keep you safe. Right. He's <laughs> such a LARPer. Immediately. Yeah. Gets grabbed by Jason. Ah, he's killing me. <laughs> ah, I'm so weak. He's I'm killing me. Rob sucks so hard. It's so funny. And then he gets pinwheeled through the window. <laughs> <laughs> we can't stress that enough. Pinwheeled. Just it's the funniest fucking his ass. thing. Get the, the fuck through that glass. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I oh. love Rob. He sucks. He sucks. Uh, and then, of course, we have Jimmy, played Jimmy. by Crispin mm. Glover. Mm. It's hard not to recognize him as a huge... He's Crispin Glover. Right. So and he seems to be doing... Like He's not famous yet. This is before Back to the Future. This is among his first roles, if not the very first. So he can't be, like, big-leaguing them. And yet it seems he like is. he's doing... Right. It seems like it, he is. It seems like he's doing a private bit... Because yeah, every, it's like he knows. Right. Every line delivery is insane. It's like he's doing half of a Jimmy Stewart impression. I would so I would argue he get he gets the assignment. And the assignment is listen, you're all fodder. You might as well be right. as weird and memorable as possible. Right. It it doesn't matter what he does, honestly. Right. So yeah, you're right. You might as well be a weird fucking goblin so people talk about you 40 years later. And yeah, and I'm sure he auditioned that way and they were like, "Yeah, we got to have that guy." Yeah, Why? Cuz I remember him. Mm. Yeah. Um, like the way he famously the way he says so I just wanted to hit this one line oh, real, yeah. real quick when they're down by the lake where he's like, "Oh, no." We don't have any suits. Yeah. When she tells him to come skinny dipping, it's seriously every line he delivers sounds like he's doing Jimmy Stewart and then gives up halfway through the sentence. He's also dressed like Jimmy Stewart. Yes. He's, yeah. So I, I guess that's his whole vibe. Um, and then, yeah, his first scene, he says, God, I'm horny. And we're like, all right, I get his deal. Yeah. Um, then, of course, the dance sequence. He walks up to this young lady and says, would you care to dance? And just Google Crispin Glover dance Friday the 13th. If you haven't seen it, there is no words to describe it. It can't be described. It is not what you think of as a dance. Um, I heard a rumor 
that it was the song was originally back in black. That I think that's but, what they're that is allegedly what they are dancing to. Yes. Right, but then someone put it, set it to back in black, and it still doesn't work. No, <laughs> it still doesn't match. Like, it still up. doesn't explain it. Is the funny thing. Yeah. So it's that, not, that well that may well be true because I mean obviously they do this all the time they'll play one thing on set just to with a similar uh, I think time signature right. and then just replace it with something that they can afford later, right? Um, so I, I'm sure it probably was back in black. It's just it just makes what he does even funnier because it doesn't even match up to that. No, it doesn't match up to any. It's like it alien sign any, language. Yes, that's such a good way to put it. Yeah. It is the the scariest thing in the movie. <laughs> I don't I don't know what else to say about it. It's it's there's a, another it's like, moment like later when she come the the twin one of the twins comes up to him and asks him to come upstairs. He is uh, fastidiously constructing a Cheeto sculpture out of toothpicks. Right. Yes. <sighs> Everything it he is, does is incredible in this film. It's incredible. His mentor is Ted, his sex oh, mentor. Oh, man, Ted. And it's a real problem. Ted was, he was doomed to die while watching old-timey porn. Like, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, his whole bit is he's like, I'm your sex mentor. And then, of course, he just, you know, loses he's, all steam. He's he ends up jerking off to black and white pornography. He's basically Vince Vaughn and Swingers condensed yeah. into, like, three minutes. <laughs> right. He keeps, uh, I like Ted because he keeps, well, that's, that's a, that's a strong word. I don't want to say I like Ted, but <laughs> Ted, uh, he has this, th- like his, his one move and his move is to pick up this teddy bear and be like, Hey, this is a teddy bear. I'm teddy bear. Do you want to give teddy bear a kiss? And then to like right. force his mouth onto other people's faces. Uh, right. amazingly this keeps failing. Yeah. It says one move. He keeps doing it. He does it like three times and it doesn't yeah. work ever. He is basically, he is. So the, if we had to give this a character, these characters, a plot line, it is basically between him and um, Crispin Glover, which is that it's Ted being like, I'm, my, I'm checking my computer and you're a, you're a, you're a dead, a fuck, dead fuck, meaning you're bad at sex. Him, yeah. And he's talking down to Crispin Glover. And then in the end, Crispin Glover basically abandons all Ted's tactics be is basically himself and gets laid and then Ted gets murdered and that, and, and, and he, he jerks off to porn and that's it. That's the, that's most of the B plot of this movie. Um, and the, the other one is uh, that, that girl, Sarah and her friend, Sam and Sarah's like, Oh, I think I'm going to have sex with Doug for the first time this week. Right. And Doug is an indecipherable slab of meat. I don't know he, which character there's, he is. We skipped over him because he he's is nothing. He's a nothing. He's he nothing. Barely, he barely exists. Oh my God. He really does. He's a scarecrow. <laughs> he doesn't do anything. The best thing about him is he says, Oh, oh, oh as he's yeah. getting his head. Crumbled. He does. He does. That is worth noting. He goes, ho, 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 and then dies. <laughs> Jason is like, absolutely not. Yeah. Jason's like, no, no, no. Go no. ahead and shove your head into the wall. Yeah. Get in there. Uh, Samantha just does the thing that they keep doing in this movie, which is that it's late at night. There's a lake, and she's like, I'll skinny dip. And I'm like, will you, though? Why, why would you do this? And then she sees like an old, shitty raft and goes, I'm going to get in that raft. Yeah, let me rub like, my fucking... Yeah, it's Naked disgusting. body on this old raft to get all kinds of things, all kinds of parasites crawling in. There. Oh, yeah. Jason didn't get her. The raft would have. And then finally, we have Tina and Terry, which they're unnatural. They're twins. Just the incidental yeah. twins. I, I feel like they were part of a different horror movie. Yeah, because they, they, are, they show up like a prophecy, right? Like they show up in the yeah. middle of the woods. And they're like, oh, these ladies are hot. And they're like, hey, you want to come back and party? And they're like vaguely foreign. And they come back right. and party. And they're like they're like weirdly DTF. Yes, their defining personality is horny. They are just horny. And they are dressed alike. Right. They're interchangeable horny twins. They could be ghosts. Like they could right. be they're, demons. They could be ghosts. You might think they could be a midsummer situation. Like they're part of a different yeah. horror movie is what I'm getting. Is what Absolutely. Yeah. Midsummer, definitely like a cult. Um, yeah, they terrify me. They terrify me. This is why, this is why people don't trust twins. Like don't stress alike. What are you doing? Don't do that. You know? Yeah. 
Don't do that. Unless you're trying it's to terror, parent trap people. Yeah. You're terrifying. Mm-hmm. All right. Otherwise, uh, I'm just going to assume you're all midsummering. Right. That's all I had for monsters. Who wins? It's genuinely tough. I mean, coming into this before rewatching it for this podcast, I would have just said Crispin Glover without thinking about it. Uh huh. Yeah. Same here. However, Axel, the hospital sex school. I think he wins. <laughs> makes a real strong argument. And yeah, yeah. I, I think he wins. I think he wins. He I think he terrifying. wins as, ah, uh, who would have thought Dave, a dark horse. Yeah. I was so sure well, Crispin Glover had this in the bag. It's wild because it's like, how did I not remember him? Uh, I think I always now watching it. Yeah. I always forget that this movie starts with the hospital stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I know it happened. It happened in one of them. I think they do it later too. Jason goes to hell, has some hospital stuff. Yeah. It's I the think. first, it's the guy he spends most of the movie as is the coroner yeah. in the hospital. Yeah, man. A lot of coroners getting it, getting it in this. Doesn't pay. Um, doesn't pay to do the autopsy on Jason. No. You see that body which, come in, just be like, nope, take him right nope. back outside. Yeah, throw him in back in the, in the lake. Put him in the dumpster. Yeah, put him in the lake. Yeah. He'll be fine. Yeah. He likes it there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's his home. It's his home. Um, all right. We, we got to rank some deaths here. There are 14 total deaths Man, in this movie. some good ones, too. Yes, there are. So the first one is Axel getting his head sawed off. Mm, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's 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 man it's it that doesn't quite capture it it's like he gets the bone saw to the neck so he yeah. gets his neck sawed open and then jason grabs his head and twists it around right he pops it off yeah yeah it's pretty great it's pretty sweet <laughs> nurse Robbie it's a hell Morgan. of an opening track it is they knew they knew um the nurse gets choked Just out and then cut gutted. by the scalpel yeah, it's pretty gnarly yeah Hitchhiker having the worst day, just stabbed in the head while eating a banana. <laughs> it's gross. It's a funny death. Yeah, that's gross. Samantha gets impaled through the raft. He jumps out. Mm-hmm. Paul, mm, Paul, Harpoon short and sweet. Dick man. And Straight I think that's the, the killing dick. blow. Yes. Like it's not that he gets harpooned in the dick and then stabbed. No, the harpoon that's stabs enough. him in the dick and goes all the way into I assume his his organs. Yeah. Amazing. It's pretty great. Uh, Terry just stabbed stab. with a spear against the wall. Um, worst one, Mrs. Jarvis. We don't know. Killed off screen. Yeah, again, we're just going to. It is our responsibility to assume that Jason swallowed her whole. Right. Jimmy stabbed with a corkscrew. Man, a cleaver hand. to the face. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tina. Uh, thrown on a car through a window. This one is so good. It's so good because you just, again, I don't think either of them expected it. That's what All, makes it great. I mean, also, it's an inc- it's just an incredible stunt. Oh, yeah, that too. There's, there's, there's two, there's three, four windows that have bodies fly through them in this movie. It's great. Um, who are we at? Um, Ted stabbed through porn. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Doug head crushed into a shower tile while going ho 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 like an <laughs> asshole. Pretty pretty fun. Pretty solid. Um, uh, Sarah acts through the door in the chest. Um, Rob stabbed to death like a coward in the basement. Yeah, he's like bludgeoned. Yeah, bludgeoned. And finally, stabbed. Jason Voorhees hacked to death with a machete by a child. Mm-hmm. Right in his um, head, right in his dome. Yep, right in this dome. Um, man. So, Jason's death is probably one of the biggest deaths of the series, meaning that plot-wise, it holds a lot of weight, right? That's true. But we're not judging this based off that. No, we're, ba- we're judging it based on awesomeness. Yeah. It is pretty awesome, too. That's why it I'm, is I bring pretty it up too. awesome. It's an awesome effect. He's got his little face moving like his little eye. Yeah. His, his the ones little, that stand little, out little to gross me. Gross little head sliding down the machete. Yeah. The ones that stand out to me are obviously thrown through a window onto a car. Yeah. 
um, saying ho ho ho, tile death. Um, uh, through the dick, harpoon in the dick. And honestly, the banana one, just because she also squeezes the banana out. Right. And it's just a very elegant death. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's not big. It's not hype, but it's just like you remember it, you know? It's what true. about you? That's true. Man, I'm feeling it's tough. It's tough. I'm feeling, yeah. man, I'm really feeling Tina. I do like, actually, I like Axel a lot. That, oh, that, Axel's that head, head twist off, is yeah. pretty, pretty gnarly. Um, yeah, shoot, dude. This is a tough one. Yeah, so I'll make a case for Tina, which is that out of all the deaths, you expect people to be stabbed, to be head cut off. You don't expect someone to be thrown on the roof of a car. Right. To die from blunt force trauma of a car. Right. You don't expect Jason to kill you like a diehard henchman. Exactly. Um, it's pretty great. Um, it feels weird to, to not do Jason's death. That's but true. That. Mm, fuck. That's what I'm struggling with. I'm struggling between Tina and Jason. Mm, what do we do? Yeah, what this do we is do? the hardest one. What would Jason Jason's do? Jason's death is really gnarly. Um, Let's go with Jason then. Let's go with Jason. Okay. I feel good about it, Dave. Jason, I'm writing it down, killed by a child. Yeah. Yeah, I feel good about that because if that was Jason hacking someone up, it would easily be that. Death. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be. It's so yeah. over the top. It's incredible. And he's screaming, die, die, die. And he's Corey Feldman with a shaved head. Yep. Just out of its mind. How did we get to this point? Yep. He has eye, eye, eye blackener on. He looks like fucking yeah. Billy Corgan. He does. Oh, my God. Um, fuck, man. All right. Next up is a new beginning, right? Yeah. Next up is the one at uh, the, the halfway house. Fakesin. Fakesin. Uh, yeah, that'll be... Interesting. I don't know how we're going to tackle that. We just treat I the mean, killer gonna, like Jason. Yeah, we will. It'll be, yeah. It'll have slightly, the killer will be like more of a poser, you know? Yeah, it's going to be a, a we poser with a U. Yeah, we won't, we won't understand his character as well. Nah. But we can, we, can, we can use that, Dave. We can use our contempt for this imposter. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Also, it's a pretty fun movie. It is. It's not a bad movie for sure. Um, we watched it fairly recently. I feel we like. did. We did. And we, yeah. we did. We, and Dave, I'm proud of us. I'm proud of what we've done here. Me too. And I'm proud of Krishanovic. Me too. Krish, sorry. Krishanovic. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you so much. Our producer for making this all happen. This was through our Patreon, patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed G a M E F U L O Y unemployed. Uh, yeah, you do custom podcasts. We, we have, um, exclusive podcast for just five dollars a month you get access to tom and jeff watch batman fox Mulder is a maniac star trek next futurama spiel boys all available five dollars a month so check it out yeah we also have a store head over to gamefleetunemployed.com you can find a link to our teespring store we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts mugs stickers posters all sorts of things so slap your little mask hole peer and peepers onto that and Absolutely. Uh, leave us a review please uh, Apple yeah. Podcasts, wherever you happen to be listening to this, uh, leave us a little bit of review. It, uh, Do helps, it. Helps us out. Yep. All right. And uh, goodbye. Yeah. I think, I think goodbye. Goodbye. Mm. <laughs>